Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nice. I bet Doc O'Malley's got some colleagues that uh, are members out at this club that we don't talk about. He's joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Doc, how are you? I'm great, guys. Okay, we won't talk about that with you, though. Okay, same good. Um, all right, let's talk about injuries, shall we? How are you? Are you even following this Kelsey thing? I mean, pretty exciting, huh? Your wife's got to be very, very excited about it. I guess. I try to just, I don't know. I'd rather worry more about the football oh. than who's dating who. Oh, my God. Are you the guy that doesn't watch the commercials during the Super Bowl, Doc? Come on. Quit being such a purist. I do I do like the commercials during the Super Bowl. Okay. So, All right. I, I have one update on this. Uh, ticket sales for this Jets-Chiefs game, which is going to be an absolute blowout. Oh, yeah, because apparently she's talking about going to the game. Tripled in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Prices. Yeah, mm-hmm. on secondary market. Great. Yeah, great. She's an economy. She is. Well, she, she is an economy. Let's be honest. She can play 15 snaps this week, and they're going to win. Someone did mention her height is 5'11", and I saw someone say, Mahomes needs slot receivers. Tell her to get out there. Yeah, well, I yeah. think he's doing just fine without her. Um, okay, Doc, let's talk about some injuries this week. Uh, Rocket, obviously, has been trying to work his way back in. And, you know, look, even at oh, – I don't, don't want to be negative. I feel like we've been so negative around the program, but – he didn't look like last year's Rocket to me the first couple of weeks, and then he gets dinged up. And maybe he was dinged up before that and was playing through it. But uh, sounds like all signs are pointing towards him being available this week, which is, is good for the Arkansas offense. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of those. It sounds like it's week to week. It's whenever he can get back to the form. Uh, it's probably some sort of knee contusion that he's dealing with. And as we've talked about before, those can be just extremely variable in how long they take to come back. Um. Yeah. Tip. I mean. So, what's the rehab like for him? For him, what's he been doing? You think? He's been doing a lot of. Uh, he's probably started out with aquatic therapy, um, really working on strengthening the quad and, and the muscles around the knee, um, and then really progressed back into agility workouts. And so that's the problem is when you try to get them back into doing those activities, sometimes they're just as hard for people, and particularly on the contusion, they just. It's it's a pain. It's 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 the pain that they deal with. So it takes them time to come back from it. And everybody's different. And not saying that he's a wuss or anything, but some, I mean, these, some of these contusions can be pretty bad and they can hurt pretty pretty severely. So it's hard to be back to that level of playing football when you're dealing with this type of injury. What year of med school do they teach wuss? <laughs> <laughs> Probably the fourth year. Okay. You got to make it a little further. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever have to tell people to kind of man up? Um. Yes, but it's one of those like you you've had enough information about their injury. Also, you know the player and know that some players just need to be told they need to man up. Right. Um, and so that's where being around the team enough. And so a lot of times, my, my, what I do is I defer a lot to the trainers because the trainers are with them every day. Uh, and so my my way of telling when I tell a player to man up, it's because the trainers are like, look, this kid just needs or this this guy needs somebody to tell him they just need to push through it, and it's fine because mm-hmm. um, they're that type of player and. Same thing if you look at, like, when, I, when I'm taking care of a team on the sidelines, I don't rush out there to check on them because a lot of times the trainers will tell me if they need to come out there because most of the time they just need to go out and kind of hold the hand of the player and get them off the field. It's not like they need me to come out and take care of them. They just need some of these, these athletes can sometimes be a little dramatic. So. Yeah, and, and, and look, I was going to say on the other side of the spectrum is, I mean, these guys are used to putting themselves through hell, I mean, for training and things like that. Right. With your average patients, though, I would think for them, I mean, look, rehab a lot of times is just very unpleasant. I mean, the stuff they've got to do to get through it and to get back on, you know, up to full strength, right? I mean, and I'm sure a lot of folks are wary of doing it because it doesn't feel particularly good, but it's obviously good for the long-term effect. 
Correct. And I, t- I tell my patients all the time that if my therapists aren't physical terrorists, then they're not doing a good enough job. Uh, <laughs> they should be pushing them to the point that they're not happy, uh, but they're not in excruciating pain. So right. it's that fine line of pushing them enough where they're sore, but they're, but they're not in excruciating pain. And that's where a good therapist can really be nice with them, but also terrorize them at the same time. How easy is it to re-aggravate an injury like this? It, it, in, it all depends on the injury. If it's a like muscle or tendon, uh, muscle injury, it's actually very easy to re-aggravate it. It's like a bony contusion where it's just a bad bone bruise. A lot of times that's hard to re-injure unless you take the same type of blow that caused it to begin with. So really it depends on where the injury is um, and to how easy it is to, to re-aggravate it. Talking to Dr. O'Malley from UAMS Orthopedics, if you're just tuning in, let's move on to Aaron Rodgers, who apparently has been into the ayahuasca a little bit this week, who says, because uh, it's, it's funny for two reasons. First of all, I don't think he can come back from the injury this quickly. Maybe you do, and your opinion matters a lot more than mine. But also, I don't know what scenario he sees the Jets getting to the postseason without him playing quarterback for them, but okay. Uh, what are Trevor the chances? Simeon. What are the chances <laughs> in week 17 that Aaron Rodgers finds his way back into a uniform? I put it less than five percent. Okay, so you're there's a, saying there's a chance. Yeah, I'm not going to say zero because they'll prove me wrong. I, I I said that Tiger Woods would never play golf again based off his accident. So I'm not going to say zero, but I would say it's uh, very unlikely. Okay, I would not bet. I would not be gambling on that that um, return for him. All right. Well, there's a much better chance than five percent that Derek Carr will be back under center. For the Saints in the not-too-distant future, AC joint sprains, we talk about these on a regular basis during the season. Uh, it lo- I, As soon as he went down because he had the body weight of the defender fall on him, I was like, uh-oh, that's a collarbone. Luckily, it's just this. So what is he dealing with? And it sounds like if you can handle the pain, you can play. But, you know, again, you may have to call him a wuss, Doc. But w- w- what's he dealing with no, right now? No, I mean, they can they can hurt. I mean, but that's a bone bruise, right? An AC mm. sprain it can be a bone bruise, too. So, like, they can hurt. Um, but really it's the tolerance and how they can return. It's just throwing shoulder, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and so that's the problem, right? My my quarterbacks, when it's non-throwing shoulder, they're playing. We can eject them, and they can go back out, like, same, same game without any problems. But the problem when you sprain an AC joint on a throwing shoulder is it irritates your rotator cuff um, below that AC joint. And so it's more, it's more the mechanics of throwing a football well and being accurate. That's the hard part with returning even though the sprain's not a problem, it's how is the shoulder functioning around the sprain to be able to perform at the level that he needs to. Rehab rest, what's better? Uh, a combination of both. Okay. So you push them as you can, but if you need, you initially kind of rest them, but then depending on how they're doing, you can start pushing them. Is it inflammation? Can it be handled? Like, can he, you know, shoot up some Toradol and get to work or what? Yeah, so we can inject that joint. I've done it plenty of times on my football players where you inject actually into the AC joint on game day um, to allow them to play. Um, but it's just a short-term relief for them. But most of those athletes, most of those football players, they practice, they just hurt some. And so we're able to essentially numb that joint so they can go out and play. Um, we do it more often, we see it like in our running backs and DBs and non non-quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are a little, like I said, more difficult because they need that rotator cuff to be able to throw a football well. And so you're not injecting the rotator cuff. You're just injecting that AC joint. Okay. Well, I would rather have him throwing left-handed than some of the other guys that uh, are available. Although I, I really was do- not down on Jameis last week. He took a lot of abuse, but I thought he did not play that badly last week. But obviously, Carr being in there gives him a much better chance. And now they got a week to prepare. They can hopefully piece something together to beat Tampa without car because i'd like to have him be able to rest one more week and if they get another week to plan with Taysom, and maybe they'll figure it out nobody cares about me anyway 
Saints fans feel I, me. I like seeing Jameis warm up, though. I like Jameis's warm up. So. <laughs> he gets he gets he gets pretty excited. All right, let's talk about the Dallas O line, which they lost sixty percent of it last week, and it showed against the Cardinals. Although it doesn't really excuse their defensive performance, I didn't think, Doc. I mean, I'm watching Cardinal running backs just shred them and run through these holes and take off. I'm like, they look faster than everybody on the Dallas defense. I know they just lost their best defensive back, but dear lord, so they got a hammy and ankle and an elbow. Walk into a bar, Doc. I mean, g- give me the uh, the rehab here for uh, I don't even. Want to try to pronounce this dude's name? Biadas. Biadish. Oh, that's Biadish. That's how you pronounce it, huh? Uh, and then Martin and Edoga. So, what what are they looking at for hammy, ankle, and elbow? Yeah. So hamstring is just a tolerance um, return, so that's a muscle strain, right? Like that that's the the injury where the problem with that is if you tear the muscle, you want to make sure it's healed enough. You're not going to re tear it, and that's the one that more likely you could re tear if you go back too quickly. So we'll have to be rehabbing that, see how he does. They want him near 95, 100% before they put him back out there so he doesn't re-injure it. Elbow, uh, a lot of times with elbows, particularly on our on the line, we can brace those so those can get back pretty quickly. If you notice the offensive and defensive linemen and big elbow braces, so we can brace those most of the time and get them back so they normally don't miss a ton of time uh, with elbows, particularly on the line. And then it was his ankle was the last one, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, and so ankle, ankle – Ankle's the same thing as uh, just like the muscle strain. Chronic ankle sprains can be a problem. Um, most of the time, if they haven't said high ankle sprain, it means it's just one of the lower ankle uh, ligaments that are stretched out. And so it's ice, it's uh, rest, it's compression, it's working on strengthening that ankle. It's really back to tolerance and maybe one week and maybe two or three weeks. It all depends on how slow, how much we can get that ankle uh, inflammation to calm down and then get, get him back out on the field. Let me ask you this, all things being equal. What's harder for uh, – who has a harder time overcoming ankles? The big body guys that are pushing 300 pounds or the smaller guys who are having to cut and run and do all the different things even though they weigh 120 pounds less? Yeah, the yeah the speed guys um, because they don't like being taped up and really restricted. You can put um, one of the offensive linemen in a, in a kind of a big cleat that's going to give them stability plus an ankle brace, tape them up, and they're even though they're a big guy, you can actually restrict their movement and they can still play pretty well. That um, skill position player needs the ability to really flex and move that ankle and roll it to be able to be efficient out there, and they don't want to be immobilized, and that's what you need to do to get them out faster. And so normally it's the line that you can get back faster than your your still your skill guys. Okay, I have one more question real quick. i got to go. But um, my son's school just purchased knee braces for all their offensive linemen. Are you in favor? You think that should be required, required equipment? Yep. Yeah, I, I think so. And the, the reason is that you get rolled up. Um, so if you look at the data on it, they're not – the data doesn't say that it's going to keep them from tearing their MCL, for example. Um, but it's one of those when you have a player and you didn't have an embrace, he gets rolled up on it, he tears the MCL, you're like, well, if we just had an embrace, could we have prevented this athlete from being out or this, this lineman from being out? So I think it's helpful. They're expensive. So if your school has the ability to pay for them, I recommend them. But the data doesn't say you have to put them in. Gotcha. Okay, very good. Uh, appreciate you, Doc. UMS.health slash ortho. If you want to know more about uh, what they offer, they've got several locations around. You can call for same or next day app- appointments. 501-526-1046. Doc, thank you for the time. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, Dr. Lawrence O'Malley.